Welcome to The Postural Perspective, a place where I share my perspective on everything in the space between life and death. I'm your host, Pasho. Today, now that we're done with Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos, we're going to start talking about things in our society, in the news nowadays. And so for June, uh, being the 2nd of June that I am making this and publishing this, uh, I want to talk a little bit about what our country celebrates, and that would be Pride Month. Now, I figure if we're going to talk about pride, as St. Thomas Aquinas said, is the queen of all sins, then I thought it would only it was only right to talk about the other sins that uh, go along with pride, because there's not just one. The devil has many tools to beat us. And if you really pay attention to what's happening in our society right now, the devil is winning. So let's recap for those of you who are not too familiar with your Bible. What are the seven deadly sins? You have lust, gluttony, pride, sloth, wrath, greed, and envy. Now, to start, I would first recommend a Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman movie titled Seven, also with Kevin Spacey, the pedophile. Uh, but it's a great film, uh, and it talks about a serial killer who you know, exacts the seven sins on his victims. Uh, but... Along with that, I would like to talk about uh, what St. Thomas Aquinas was really trying to get at, because as we should all know, because it is idiomatic, pride goes before the fall. Whenever there is someone's demise, it is because of their pride. Really, as an English teacher, this reminds me of Julius Caesar. He is the tragic hero, and all tragic heroes have tragic flaws, some kind of character flaw in their person that leads eventually to their death. Julius Caesar, uh, his skill was a great military strategist. However, his pride is what blinded him from noticing all of the signs the world was creating to prevent him from dying and, you know, going to the Senate, which is where he was eventually murdered by his best friend Brutus and all the other conspirators. And so pride becomes very dangerous. Now, that's not to be confused with the word proud. It is good to be proud of things that you are accomplishing, proud of the relationships that you are in, proud of good things that you have contributed to the world. But being too proud because of your contributions turns you into a narcissist, and then that becomes something very negative. We're here. Pride absolutely deals with narcissism. So let's tackle them on. The first one is lust, and lust is the unrestrained sexual craving. And need I say more about Pride Month? What are they proud, proud of exactly? Are they proud of being polyamorous? Are they proud of going against tradition? Are they proud of going against biological truths and realities that we were made to propagate our species, which means a man and a woman must get together in order for a child to happen? Because a man plus a man equals two men. A woman plus a woman equals two women. Only a man plus a woman equals a child. And that's just the straight up truth. You can argue it all you want. And yeah, there's adoption. But where did that child come from? And then you can get into the real rare outliners and say, oh, well, what about in vitro? What about it? 
Is this Aldous Huxley's brave new world where the government is going to start on a production line creating human beings? That technology, as far as I know, doesn't exist and certainly couldn't accumulate enough human beings in the time needed to take care of our society as it is. I mean, even Elon Musk is afraid that we're going to have low birth rates because where does this lead us to? What is the purpose of it? It certainly isn't something considering the species because the species would die out if you had your way. It's really just about you or this specific person that they want to be validated. They want to feel secure. They want the world to change and the roads to be made easy so that their life will be fine without considering anybody else's. And there's the irony is that they want us to consider them when they don't consider us. Lust. Lustful, defining themselves on their sexual gravitas, defining themselves by who and what they sleep with. As you already know by listening to my podcast, I think a human being should be defined by more than just a color, and a human being should be defined by more than just who or what they have sex with. We are so much more, so much more complex, so much better than just some humping jackrabbit trying to get its pleasure. So lust, what can we do about it? Be pure of heart. Guard your heart. Don't just give it to anybody. Give yourself a project exercise when you're bored instead of going to pornography, which will be a later podcast because that certainly needs to be dealt with. Second sin, gluttony. To overindulge, especially by overeating. And look at the t- look at the cover of the sp- swim sports suits illustrated. How how healthy is that? There's nothing but gluttony, but that's what they want. They want us to be sexually overactive with tons of different partners so everybody can have their share. Again, Aldous Huxley, Brave New World coming to mind. And they don't want to have to moderate. They don't want to have to check their feelings because it's all about them. It's narcissism 100%. The next sin is pride, inflated sense of one's accomplishments. And they think they're accomplishing everything going against tradition. Instead, be humble. Recognize that others are not always like you and that what you want may not necessarily be the best thing for anyone else, even yourself. But because you're too proud to acknowledge it, too proud to see the signs, too proud to accept the truth. Then you lead the world into a deception. And I think this is really why Andrew Clavin says that like St. Thomas, it's not only the queen of sins, but the sin of queens. Seriously, what is up with this new obsession with drag queens for middle and high school students? It's disgusting. And that also will be an episode. Sin number four, sloth, laziness, lack of effort. Look at our unemployment. Look at our students who would rather go and hang out and have fun and have sex in the bathroom rather than get an actual education, rather than actually turn in the work. I mean, for my classes, I let them turn everything in late. As long as you're doing it, you're getting the skill. And so many won't do it. And their parents will come and they will play every card they can, man. They will play the trans card. They will play the color card. They will play the race card. They will play the sex card. They will play any card that they think is necessary because they are so slothful that they would rather just blame and excuse everything on everyone else rather than take ownership and responsibility. So how can we fight sloth? Be diligent. Have a schedule. 
so that you get stuff done. Have a plan of what I want to accomplish the next day so you don't fall back on drugs and alcoholism and pornography. That you actually do things that are beneficial to yourself, to your family, to your future family, and for the world as a whole. Sin number five, wrath. The uncontrolled feelings of hatred and anger. I mean, good Lord, just turn on a march during this month and you'll see how much hatred and bitterness and cynicism there are for people of Christian belief, of Judaic belief, people who have values and morals, people who are taught and try to live a life that's not selfish. And what do we get in return? Wrath, anger. They call us every ist and ism and phobe in the world. And I mean, honestly, who would be afraid? Sin number six, greed, the excessive desire for material things. And isn't this what it's all about? Give me my 15 minutes of fame. Let me get on all the talk shows in the world because I'm different, idiosyncratic. And let me make a bunch of money. Let me exploit this. Put me in a Old Navy commercial so I could say, hey, I'm out on the TV, y'all. How interesting that the smallest group in our country has the loudest voice. And why do you think that is? Because they want what everyone else wants, which leads us then to the last sin, envy, jealousy towards another's happiness. So how do we fight these two twins? of greed and envy and sloth and envy and greed and wrath and lust and gluttony and pride. I mean, how do we fight all of those little koopalings? Well, to fight greed, we have to be generous. Try donating something you like, but that you don't need to somebody who has less than you. How many shoes you got in your closet? Do you wear them all? How about giving something up? How about learning not to hoard? How about learning to appreciate something for the time it was in your life and then passing it forward on to someone else? Stop wanting so much that you're unwilling to share. Be generous. The more you give, the more you'll get back. And how do we fight envy? The jealousy felt towards another person's happiness? Be thankful. As we've mentioned before with Jordan Peterson, take inventory of all the things you do have. Stop focusing on what others have. Stop focusing on the things you don't have but desperately want because of your gluttonous attitude. And start giving thanks for everything that you have, for the people who are still alive and healthy in your life, for your health that still exists. Be thankful that the sun rose. Be thankful that you were chosen to wake up, to continue breathing air, to set out in his mission Be grateful of the love that you received instead of dwelling on the heartbreak you feel now because it's over. Be grateful that it even happened. It could have happened to any of the other 7 billion people walking this earth. She could have held their hand. She could have kissed their lips. She could have whispered in their ears all of her secrets, but instead she told you. Stop being envious towards other people and start living your life. Your authentic life, which again is something ironically said by the other side that, oh, I'm being authentic to myself. Really? By changing yourself completely, that's being authentic? See, that's funny. Because when I thought of authenticity, like this is an authentic song, I don't think about other remixes and new lyrics. When I think of a authentic Mossberg from the 1950s, I don't think about something with a clear red dot scope on it and a competitor trigger on it. I think of an actual refurbished, old, original, like it used to be thing. So here's my response to this month of pride and sin. What are you contributing to the world? Who else is benefiting 
from your delusion? Who else is benefiting from these amoral ideologies? This way of life where you give yourself up so cheaply to anybody for an instant gratification and then have a lifetime of insecurity because that person chose not to stay with you, to go on to the next person. You want to fight insecurity? Be yourself. You want to know how I know what a woman is? I'm going to give you my short answer. And this is because of Matt Walsh's wonderful film that I recommend everybody watch, What is a Woman? I just saw it today, and I think it is excelsior. But here's the question that we should be asking. What is the purpose of spending money to become something you say you are? In other words, let me put it this way really simply and really quickly, and I'm going to end it with this. You want to know how I know my mother, my wife, my grandmother, my daughter, my cousins, every person that I've ever met who's not delusional? You want to know how I know that they're a woman? They never had to spend one single dime, taxpayer or not. They didn't have to spend a damn thing to become it. They are it. They've always been a woman. They don't have to add parts. They don't have to take away things and convert them into other things. That's how I know what a woman is. You want to know how I know what a man is, how I know I'm a man, my sons are men, my father is a man, my grandfathers are men, and every other person I've interacted with who is not delusional is a man? Because they didn't have to spend a penny. They didn't have to spend one iota of money to become a man. That's what a real man is. Somebody who comes with all the parts. And if there are parts missing, everything else of the 99% attest to its truth. The chromosomes do, the DNA do, everything else, the testosterone, the hair, whatever, it all does. You don't have to spend any money on it. And like Jordan Peterson says, yeah, you can have men who are sensitive and have womanish qualities, just like we can have women who are stronger and have more male qualities. But what do you do? And you certainly don't mutilate their bodies. That's not the answer. The answer is you help them. Like we used to teach people who were considered obese, be happy with your body. I mean, yeah, I honestly think that you should work out and get yourself together because, I mean, one, you benefit. You know, you benefit climbing two stairs, two flights of stairs and not having to be winded. You benefit from doing a podcast and not having to take a breath every five seconds. Let's get back to common sense, folks. Let's get back to appreciating and realizing what is true and set out before us is truth. Enough of this ridiculous generational experiment where we're trying to change our boys into girls and our girls into boys just to see what will happen. Did you know that there is zero research about what happens after the transitions? All we know is that the suicide rates remain the same high in the 30s just as much as before any of the transitions. I think it is so fitting that this group uses pride of all the sins to rely on. They use pride, the queen of sins, to express themselves because they're proud that they're not you. They're proud that they're giving the finger to history and to biology, to evolution. They're proud of being ignorant, knowing the truth, hearing the truth, seeing the truth, and still believing their garbage lie. That's what they're proud of. 
And I, for one, am not proud of any of that. So for June, and I invite you to, in case you're not aware, I'm going to celebrate Men's Health Awareness Month because that's something that's real. And I hope you guys will join me in embracing reality. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me in this podcast. Uh, please hit the smash or smash the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Give me a like. Give me a review. Share me with your friends if you like this. I hope you have a wonderful week. God bless you always. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.